0: Check, check. It's the hobby heroes from the frosty north. The podcast is Giant Dwarf, we are the source of your local news. Remember when V-Dog lost his shoes, or the time Fred saw that moose, and we wanted snake eyes to count as twos? Man, I can't believe these fools, if you're still listening, there's no excuse. Welcome to the Giant Dwarf Podcast, a podcast about kings of war and a lot of
1: other stuff, with Fred and Nido.
0: Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of the Giant Dwarf Podcast. I am your host, Fred. I am the co-host, that And uh, today we also have uh, two guests. It's not uh, Jürgen, uh, but uh, this time we have uh, Iwin. Hello. And Martin. Hello. So four guys on the cast today. We'll see if we can keep an uh, order to the chaos. Is it uh, a record? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think we've never been four. On the cast before, um, Iwin, you have been on the cast, I think uh, three, two or three times before.
2: Yeah, it's been a couple of times. Uh, yeah.
0: We yeah. usually got you every time we needed to do a, a proper kind of a book review. I think.
2: Yeah, book review of a book I barely read and such. But uh, yeah, um, yeah,
0: that's Yeah, but anytime time <laughs> we needed a guy with uh, actual uh, proper rules uh, knowledge. Yeah, it was a bit
2: of a talk of, uh, of uh, power levels, kind of, or more like what you said yeah, yeah.
0: and such. We needed a guy with a killer instinct. Yeah. That's your job. That's your job, and that's why you are here today. To be yeah. the killer. <laughs> okay, who's, Martin, going <laughs> <laughs> who's going to die? to We'll see. Okay. Uh, Martin, this is your first time on the, the cast. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Thank
3: you. Honored to be here. And
0: yeah, you are probably... Known for your uh, beautiful multi based uh, Kingness of Men units,
3: yeah. I think uh, I'm probably most well known for the Landsknecht Empire uh, giant.
0: Oh, the yeah, the, like sword. the yeah, great uh, sword, uh, Rake's Guard uh, giant.
3: Yeah, it? that was my claim to
0: fame. <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, we'll just go and we'll try to go through the segments and uh, yeah let's see how it goes so uh, generally uh, what's up v dog
1: well, generally it's uh, been uh, uh, the same as every day just working again but uh, yeah uh, I think things are looking better now with the Sun coming in and almost spring
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah I also painted something last month so I'm Feeling better?
0: You have stopped coughing uh,
4: now?
1: Yeah, I stopped. I stopped, but I lost my shoe. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't. Okay. Um, so, um, win how are things with you in general?
2: Yeah, it's going pretty good. I mean, uh, it's still uh, COVID times, and uh, I think now this Wednesday, I've been one year of home office. Oh, wow. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a long year uh, with, yeah, it's it's been a bit a bit rough, kind of, because uh, staying away from work, more or less, not meeting colleagues and not able to go training and uh, work out and different things like that. So it's a bit of uh, a long time of isolation in one way.
1: Yeah. Are you going to celebrate it in any way?
2: Yes, I'm taking two days off uh, so I can uh, stay inside alone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, i will probably take a bit a little bit of uh, yeah going out in uh a, a smoker out in the forest and such because fresh air.
0: you have been quite uh, um well you, you've been following the gu- uh, gu- guidelines from the government pretty strictly haven't you i mean?
2: yeah i've been uh, keeping uh, quite quite to the law <laughs> you can say uh, no more to the recommendations more. but i mean yeah it's it's been okay i have uh, lots of hobbies which uh Helps me from uh from being uh, outside. So <laughs> sounds kind of weird, but yeah. I mean, I don't have uh the, the most things that has been uh, kind of bad has been like not being able to go and have workouts. And I was going to join up on uh, historical European martial arts again and uh, yeah, swords and such, but yeah, that idea uh, ended quickly.
0: Because you did a lot of uh, rowing and uh, sword fighting, right?
2: Yeah, it's a combination of. Uh, those in the past. And I got some injuries, so I had to leave the, the longsword fencing for uh, some while, but uh, when uh, I got back on track, I
1: wanted to start again, but that's been impossible. But so I w- have a question, Ivan. You yeah. were fighting with longswords, right? Yeah. And aren't they o- over a meter sl- long?
2: Yeah, I mean, the blade So you itself, can keep the distance
1: yeah. to the guy you're slaughtering. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: But I mean, when you are in uh, exercise like that, you breathe pretty hard because you are getting out of uh, on top of the pulse uh, meters, you can say. So, oh, you, you don't have like uh, this uh,
1: giant armor helmet.
2: Uh we do have some uh, fencing masks, but remember that longsword isn't just fencing from distance; it's about getting in as well and and uh, doing some wrestling as well. So.
0: <laughs> Vidoje, are you trying to to uh, insinuate that the the mask could be like? Uh... Anti COVID mask while they do sword fighting?
1: Uh, yes, uh, I imagine uh, a, a knight helmet would. Uh, With a plastic face shield? No metal. Should also <laughs> work. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Wouldn't I, it? It's more of
1: a, more of a funny, fencing uh, mask.
2: I
3: saw a pretty funny uh, meme uh, on the, out of melee, melee range. That was uh, instead of the meter. Keep out of the melee range.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That the uh, the distance is like uh, striking distance.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've seen Iwin's sword, and it's almost as tall as him, which is very frightening.
2: Well, it's a quite big blunt blade, which is more like hitting someone with a steel pipe. That's uh, that's effective. <laughs> you have to, to have, have a ring. lot of uh, protection against that.
1: We, we should have a... uh, bring Ivan to England in a tournament or something, so people can see that we have uh, real vikings, too.
0: Yep. <clears throat> Sometime we yeah. will. But, uh, I don't think you'll get the, the sword on the airplane, though. But uh, if you take your boat and row over, Ivan, mean, yeah, maybe that'll work.
2: Yeah, I could try. It's just 13 feet, though, so I'm not sure how well that would go, but oh well. To try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, I know also you have been uh, getting some new uh, kinds of games in recently, Ivan. But we could save that for the other entertainment uh, section, perhaps. Yeah. So uh, Martin, how about you in general? How what's uh, how's it hanging?
3: Yeah, it's uh, the same. I haven't been to the office uh, for uh, half a year, and before that it was uh, only about twenty days or so, and then mm. back. A home office, hmm. so uh, the situation is different, but uh, going strong, strong, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm also, uh, doing the same as uh, even uh, sticking to the rules, and, uh, staying home with my family, so
4: yeah.
0: Well, at least you have been become pretty good at uh, it support, which just helped us out because we had some trouble starting this uh, recording. But uh, thanks to you, Martin, we were able to get it going. Yes,
3: that's uh, that's my job, my day-to-day job is to the IT support for the company that I work in. And, uh, yeah, that uh, also works in the private life.
0: Yeah, and um, it was my pleasure, to, my pleasure to remind you of work on your on your uh, private time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, for me, things have been quite normal as well. I had a week weekend which was very relaxing. My wife worked evenings, both Friday and Saturday, so I had both evenings to do whatever I wanted. Uh, so I got, got a new computer game, and uh, I can also talk more about that in the, in the other entertainment section, I guess. News and events. There is not a lot happening right now, uh, and I don't think there have been any uh, events uh, of any kind since we last had the the, the podcast. But um, uh, some of you mentioned that there, there there are some new releases coming out from Mantic. So, Vidoğ, uh, uh, have you seen anything new recently any the new miniatures or ranges?
1: Apparently, Ratkin is. Uh, I've seen some new pictures of the Ratkin. Uh, yeah. The... What were the new? Oh, I can't remember. We all seen the the big monsters, but uh, oh, I yeah, have uh, forgotten I some the... of it actually already. But I also uh, I I saw something new today actually. Okay. Uh, it was on the forum also. Uh, and that is that. Uh, just a, a picture of the Kickstarter from Antic, the League of Infamy.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. Some
1: picture of some of the finished models there, or um, some people are getting their stuff, seems like.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I saw also some half uh, thing.
1: the Halfling, the uh, oh, Iron it's Beast the... Halfling.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I saw instance. that. <laughs> that's fun. Yep. That looks great.
1: I wish so, I joined that Kickstarter instead of uh, that. Uh, terrain uh, crate stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still still <laughs> annoying.
0: Uh, yeah, there are some really good miniatures coming out for the uh, League of Infamy, it looks like. That's very interesting. And uh, those new ratkin too, yeah, there are like two big monsters, one big fat one and one like big flyer, flying yeah, and there's demon. A,
1: there's, there's some war machines too, I think. The shredder, I think. It looks really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one that's... Uh, f- uh, that's not the one that they that they said looked like a war, World War 1 machine is it it's the or maybe. Is, is that the one that is being ridden by two rats and it has these uh, I yes. don't know like uh, yeah but it's also plates. a World
1: War 1 machine that's true it's also a tank uh, sort of thing yeah it's but I did see maybe.
0: <laughs> I did see another war engine that looked a little less uh, World War 1 uh, not sure what the name is but it seemed to be two separate war engines and uh two different heroes and uh, also a mega army coming out apparently. Oh, and I saw the new um, uh, the rats riding uh, some people have had rats riding rats, but what are those yeah. called uh, like not hack hack paws or something? Like uh, paws from
1: Yeah, or rats on Mobists. Mobist.
0: They look really good. I really like those. And so, you are,
4: uh, you are see, also pink. Uh, Martin.
3: The pictures are on the uh, cool for so uh, they look really nice and the paint job is really good. Cool yeah. war machines and everything. So.
0: Do you know if there is a, D- a Danish guy who does uh, some of this painting? Because I saw a guy posting in Kings Denmark that he was... Uh, had. He, I think it said like, uh, paint job is finished, going to send these in the mail to Mantic or something like that. So uh, apparently they have a Danish painter doing a lot of those uh, units. That's cool. So they don't have uh they don't have an active tournament scene in Denmark, but they have people contributing in other ways. But uh, that's about it I think for uh, for uh, news perhaps. I can't think of anything at least it's it's pretty quiet.
3: Yeah. I recommend people going to the Mantic uh, games uh site and uh, looking at um, the pictures there they're really cool the concept the concept uh, art is really uh, awesome
0: yeah they have almost this graffiti style going on in the background i think of the ratkin it's like mm. uh, some green uh, like uh, some dark cavern with like green graffiti it's it's quite fun that they try to really make a style uh, uh, yeah that they make a really artistic impression of the ratkin that's cool Games and hobby. V. what Games do you to and start hobby. with?
4: Yeah, sure.
1: Um, that's, that's, that does include painting, yes?
0: Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yes.
1: I painted two legions of militia.
0: That's right. And yeah. that was so
1: fun, so I started thinking about the third one. Oh, wow. So I'll just be fielding militia, I guess, and uh, lose hor- horribly. But...
0: Uh, <laughs> anything to have a chance to use the largest possible uh, multibases?
1: Yes, because that's the largest possible way of creating dioramas, so.
0: Yeah. They were uh, really good those uh, uh you of course uh, you p- painted those and posted the pictures pictures in the Kings of Norway group at least and uh did you get uh, oh yeah yeah the forums and you got a lot of uh, positive uh, feedback on those. Um, And uh, didn't you also also win? I also got a
1: mention from uh, Mr. Hildrew.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're on the bi-weekly update. Yeah, so I'm really happy. And you also won the monthly painting, uh, the Kings of War Norway painting competition with those? Uh,
1: Yeah, I did, but I'm actually the the one arranging it. So it's maybe not so surprising that I got the most votes. You it's did the, get some. Uh, it's the 12-month in a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You did get some. Uh, susp- I don't know. Some. Uh, some snarky comments there, like. I think people are getting.
1: People are getting annoyed now.
0: It might be because you posted a large photo of yourself and wrote about yourself in the th- in the third person, like uh, this month's winner is Vidar! And then yeah, the but picture what was I supposed to uh, <laughs> this month's winner is me? I suppose that would be even worse. Yeah, couldn't you have gotten a, uh, like Jurgen to, to write it or something?
1: Yeah, he doesn't contribute a lot, you know, When he it's like when he was <laughs> here last time on this podcast. It's not much yeah. to
0: expect. He didn't really <laughs> say much, did he? That's right. Y- you were the star on the last episode, v <laughs> 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 Yeah, I've gotten a lot of uh, good feedback from Jurgen's uh, guest appearance, actually. Yeah, I bet. Some uh, anonymous letters. Saying yeah, like, he's so uh, happy-go-lucky, that guy. Why don't you have him as a regular uh, co-host? Or <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so, yeah, very good. Because last uh, last podcast, Vidar, you were like uh, in a bit of a painting slump. You said you hadn't painted anyth- anything. And, uh, no, I, of, I uh, have
1: and been sick and not yeah. very motivated. And uh, now I'm uh, quite motivated, I would say, as long as yeah. I can get m- some work done. Uh, yeah. At my work, so I have some time to paint. But
0: uh, yeah, a yeah, very very good comeback, Ex- excellent yeah. comeback. Yeah, Vida. Thank you. So let's uh, go check with Iwin then. Uh, also
1: uh, I, well, I also have a game. Can I take. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe we
0: should do. We could do the painting first, perhaps. Uh, yeah, but
1: it's just a, because it's a game that Iwin recommended to me. Oh yeah, yeah. called uh, Battle Brothers. I'm still playing, so I uh, just want to say thank you Avin and over to you. <laughs> yeah, it's my pleasure. It's a great game, really. So, you can uh, spend a
2: lot of time on on Battle Brothers for sure. I
0: yeah. think I've seen you both, both. like okay. uh, since I have you both added on Steam, I can see what you play and it, I I've noticed it says Battle Brothers a lot on both of your your accounts. So, yeah. Seems like it's uh, popular
2: Yeah, it's a great. uh, Yeah, it's a bit of a a rogue-like game where you have a band of different people who have to fight different kinds of monsters and such. So it's a bit of a rough, uh, rough game and uh, easy to die on. So I like that, a bit of a challenge.
0: Yeah, cool. So Iwin, you are also famous for not painting.
2: Yeah, that's my middle name. So I don't paint, win, or something like that.
0: So, but this. Uh, recent month. You have actually changed that, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I, I got... There was like this... Um, last month's competition was like, February get things... Uh, get your old models or planned or different kind of things you have planned done. Uh, like old uh, units and models you haven't finished. And that is uh, more or less for my whole army. So I started to work on some of that. And I find some old um... Uh, shades and such from uh, good old Warhammer fantasy times and yep. uh, started to work on those as well as uh, some Impalers I hadn't finished yet got uh, four troops of Gladestockers done and one unit one uh, <laughs> regiment of uh, Impalers so that's pretty neat
0: yeah, very good so uh, we were all blown away when you posted some photos of uh, multi-based finished units uh, also in the Kings of Norway group so that was uh... Really cool to see you back on the horse.
2: Yeah, that's the one once a year kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that was uh, good. Good to see. So your your Twilight kin army is uh, coming along uh, slowly but surely. Then.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, getting close to done with the old pieces, which I haven't updated and upgraded yet. But uh, of course, I also have a plan of uh, evolving the army and having some different paint schemes. So I just have to get the basics up first. So. And then maybe, uh, yeah, work more on those
0: pieces, new ideas. Yeah, and it's must be nice to have something done as well. As yeah, in the in the Jürgen motto of uh, the best color is done, or should yeah. I say the Mark Zelinsky motto? It
2: doesn't look uh, the best, but uh, it works.
0: Yeah, and you know everything looks cool when it's on a base and in the unit, and uh, yeah, it's always, always good to see.
2: Good stuff. at least i got something done this uh this month or the last month I think. But we yeah. see i don't think I will get much done this month but uh hopefully something more funny hmm
0: so what what is the Vidar, what is the paint theme uh, for this month in the painting competition
1: and this month is um um um' uh, unit strength actually
0: paint the most
1: the unit strength yeah, you get uh, usually you get points for every vote, but now you get points for every vote plus the unit strength you have painted.
0: Huh? Wow, that's unique.
1: So it's almost like um, Sloppy September, where you get points for every model. Yeah. And, and but that, uh, yeah, then then votes don't count. Don't want dos- votes uh, doesn't count that much in Sloppy September, but it counts a little bit more, I think, this month. Okay. Uh, because uh, usually you can get around, uh, maybe twenty votes uh, in a painting competition. So, yeah. uh, uh, unit strength might separate the winner from the losers, <laughs> or oh, yeah, not.
0: Yeah, I see. It could be like a good tiebreaker or uh, something to give you a slight edge. Yeah. Cool. All right. So uh, over to Martin. How's uh, how's your your painting been recently? Uh oh, yeah. You
3: have probably seen that I've not been participating in uh, the monthly competitions for a long time, but uh, we have been rebuilding the whole house, basically. Yeah. So uh, and that's taken a long time. It started this summer, and then we were living in a small apartment for four months while they were doing everything, basically, inside. And uh, still a little bit stuck there with everything, all the... Uh, Kings of War stuff still in boxes. So uh, mm, oh no! <laughs> uh, but I have uh, I have actually started something because uh, I'm um, playing in a chess tournament uh, at work. Just it's just a Could you say thing. that
0: again, uh, Martin? I, I think you were chopping a bit there. Could you repeat that last uh, thing?
3: Yeah, I'm uh, playing in a chess tournament at uh, work. Oh, really? And, um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a social thing. I'm not a great chess player at, uh, at all. So uh, I'm there for the social meeting, meeting uh, other people online, of course, and playing
4: against yeah. each other
3: online. So we have a little chat, and then we do the game, and then we... Look, analyze the game a little bit if you want to afterwards, just as a social thing. We do, 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 um, sorry, do, do it during the day, so in the middle of the work day, so it's a nice break, like play one, one game a week. Okay, about,
0: that's cool. Uh, the, and the I suppose uh, King's War is a kind of, uh, I mean, uh, there's a lot of chess in King's War, so you can kind of think when you move your pieces, like this is my horde of... Uh, of uh, footnights.
3: <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> since you can't really play that many uh, games, uh, playing uh, mine is uh, a new thing. But uh, my point was uh, in, the, in the hobby section was that uh, it got me inspired to do something with some odd models that I have uh, lying around. So right now I've started uh, making a chessboard out of old uh, Warhammer miniatures that I have. Uh, so that's my wow. plan. To have a uh, to, to make and paint the chessboard with the miniatures instead of uh, chess pieces
0: oh that's fun yeah do you have so... uh, do you think you have enough uh, um like will they be all different or do, are you trying to make them really unique so that you can easily tell them apart like this is the the tower and this is the the night and
3: yeah I'm um... Doing, for example, the what do
0: you call it? Uh, and these uh, are all my peasants, all Bretonian men at arms in the front rank.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, chaos versus empire was the idea. So with uh, swordsmen in the front rank uh, against marauders, for example. As the uh, yeah, you don't call them peasants in English. What do you call them in English? Can't remember that, but uh, no, pawns. pawns? That's the English word, exactly. And the uh, yeah. Will be a chaos warrior, and I think the the knight will be um, uh, a more other horseman, and um, yeah, just doing some heroes and a magician, for example, as the king and the queen. Yeah, Uh, that's cool. I'm planning to do the the kiss of ice queen as the empire queen. Ooh, that's
0: pretty uh, interesting. Good. Okay, that's cool. So uh, at least you have some, some hobby project going. Yeah,
3: that's, and that's a good. It's a good way to start, like a, a small mm-hmm. project, uh, being a little bit creative and uh, just getting my painting groove on for 2021. Yeah, uh, I gotta okay. get back on on that horse.
0: Will you be able to unpack all your boxes now, or have you have you have you unpacked them already, or how's your all, oh. all your hobby stuff uh, looking?
3: No, it's, uh, it's uh, what do you call them, large moving boxes, and I think I have 10 of those. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so so okay. I don't have enough cabinets to bring everything out yet. So, uh, so uh, it's uh, in
0: storage. Will, <laughs> I can see a future sale coming up on Facebook, like, uh, selling these armies, I don't have space for them anymore.
3: I've never ever sold a single miniature. I have every single miniature that I've uh, painted since I was 13.
0: <laughs> Somewhere. All right. Well, that explains yeah. the 10 boxes.
3: Yeah. Even my, uh, my mother and father has a cabinet filled with uh
0: Warner miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, nice. Place. Well, yeah. I'm sure many of us can, uh, uh, recognize that. Mm. So, um, for myself, for painting. Uh, I've uh, painted some more on my ratkin from uh, the War in the Holds box. Uh, There are none of those uh, brand new models that we spoke about uh, uh, earlier. It's mostly just the rank and file rats on the sprue. Uh, But they are quite good. And uh, um, I think last time I spoke about them, I just said I had assembled them, but now I started to paint them as well. Um, but i'm struggling a little bit um um i don't know if you can like recognize yourselves in this but sometimes when i paint the model if i'm not sure about the colors then i just kind of um, i don't know i start a little bit sloppy just to get some color on it and uh, to see if i like how it looks uh, without actually bothering too much if i hit uh, hit it like cleanly Uh, and maybe I try some washes to see like, ah, this is too bright, I'll try to wash it down. Uh, And what happens then is that I kind of get wash over the whole model sometimes, and it gets this color tint everywhere. So when I look at some of these models now, I I have slowly come to a color scheme that I like, but some of the models are so sloppily, you know, it's like they have a, a layer of wash all over them, and I haven't hit the lines cleanly. And now I think it's—I just have a much harder time of going back and cleaning it up. And I wish I had been more precise from the get-go. Have any of you ever done it, done that, like painted models kind of sloppily to get a to get a feel for them? Never. I've never done that.
1: I just commit to a color scheme and
0: then I go with it. Yeah, and then you just go painting cleanly and block out the colors from the start?
1: Yeah, I decide which color I use and then paint them on. And then probably the first base color is not very cleanly painted, but uh, uh, I never experienced uh, with uh, test uh, models.
0: No, because I I, I was very unsure because I wanted an orange color, but I wanted the orange to be very dirty and almost brown. So I painted it orange, and then I just tried. I tried. Let's say I painted uh, three or four models orange on the on the cloak, and I didn't bother if I hit uh, like around the cloak. I just needed the cloak to be orange, and then like whatever if I if I if it's sloppy or not. And then I tried on one model. I tried earth shade. On the other, I tried the red shade. On the third, I tried blue shade, and on the fourth, I don't know what I tried. Yeah, not just the black shade. To see if that made a cool orange that I preferred over the others, and then when I realized, okay, this is the this is the kind I want, then I had these other models which I just like. Oh, why did I use blue shade on this guy? He looks horrible. So now I have to start all all over again on that model, and I I just can't wait to spray another batch of models so they can be like clean and white, and I could because now I'm. I have decided now the colors I want, so now I can I can start doing it cleanly and neatly, and uh, I just want to throw those models away that I that I used for uh, experimentation. <laughs> so it's a bit uh, it's a bit frustrating. You yeah, really like orange. Yeah. Was... Uh, what did you say, Vidang?
1: You really like orange. Your uh, orcs are orange uh, in the skin. I know you just paint the clothes on the ratkin orange?
0: Yeah, it's a bit dirtier orange though, Uh, the skin that shows a grey, like a purplish grey. So these are my uh, grey ratkin, uh, I guess. So I have orange orcs, blue undead and grey rats, apparently. yeah. So yeah, so uh, slowly getting along with those. Uh, At least I've started to paint them, which is always a big step.
1: I so uh, Ivan agrees to
2: that. Yeah, I was going to say that uh, I also had problems with that in the beginning, just figuring out the color scheme. Yeah. So if you look back on uh, my old Spiros, you can see uh, there is a totally different tone. And, uh, and uh, yeah, the way they look after the first to the second batch, it's like almost two different uh, painting schemes because even though they are the same, I've tried to experiment so much with the first. And so the second yeah. is the one which kind of got completed
0: and now you can maybe no one else notices but you notice that these are different right
2: yeah I, I tried to fix them a bit uh afterwards but you can see it quite clearly if you just look closer
0: yeah yeah i've, I've had that problem as well uh i guess it's a matter of trying to ignore it, it says you're probably the only one who no, will notice it but if you if you get hung up on it, you will always know that it's there, like, oh, that guy, his skin tone is different than the others.
2: Yeah, in, at the same time, it's important to just jump into it, because the, one of the issues I have now is that I try too much to just get something looking really good, and then I just fail a couple of times and can't figure it out, and then I just drop it and take a new break from it and try again later. Yeah. So, the painting schemes with like a gray skin and such hasn't uh, gone very good for me.
0: Yeah, i uh, I remember you spoke about that. Like you've been trying different, like what, how do you say, draw, draw.
2: Yeah, like a uh, draw from uh, good old Forgotten Realms.
0: Yeah, like uh, dark elves, basically from from D D, right?
2: Yeah.
4: And
0: yeah,
4: uh, yeah the x hard.
2: Yes. Yeah, pretty hard because it's also a question should I have like a bluish tint to it or a warmer tint or mm-hmm. should I just try to have complete gray and I landed kind of on gray but then it's pretty hard to get it good looking for some reason yeah
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, it's much easier for me because it's on rats and also I'm trying gray on the goblins it's just uh, it's easier I think to get away with it on on creatures like that uh, compared to like uh, elves and humans which you expect a little bit more natural tone of the skin maybe or you want to have some shade in it Uh, and the shade can't just be dirty which you can get away with on the rats i can just throw earth shade on the gray and it it looks all right but if you just slop earth shade on human skin it uh, can look a bit like dirty and sloppy
2: yeah and i also feel that a lot of the skin and and, um, shades and shots and oils all kind of effects and such you can uh, use is kind of made uh, properly for uh, a normal skin. But for mm. something less typical, it, yeah, it's a bit hard for me. Mm. Yeah. i a bit with that.
0: Yeah, I can feel your pain. All right. So that was a bit of a Uh uh What do you say we all talk about games? And, and I'm, I'm not talking about the computer games, but uh, specifically Kings of War games. Uh, and... Uh, I guess this is where we have the big reveal. That uh, probably the reason that you guys are on is because uh, the four of us we played uh, uh, Kings and Treachery game uh, uh, just a couple of days ago on the tabletop simulator.
1: I love that name, Kings and Treachery. It's really yeah. Did you notice, <laughs> did
0: you, did you notice Vito? I just uh, you have won this round. I am calling it kings and treachery. I'm feeling
1: so. I'm feeling a little bit bad now about winning this round. But don't you agree? <laughs> don't you agree <laughs> that it got kings in it and got the treachery yeah. in it? It sort of fills uh, uh, the purpose.
0: It will. Uh, it will remain this way.
1: I know. I know this. Uh, that other name I already forgotten was a big, uh, <laughs> big, uh, yeah, big yeah. thing well, for you. You spent a lot of time thinking about it, planning it, changing yeah. rules.
0: Yeah, and then now it's back to normal. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so on the, was it on Saturday we played? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. We got together on tabletop simulator, everyone's favorite uh, piece of software. And uh, <laughs> play the four-player game of Kings and Treachery. So why don't you talk about that?
1: Me? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, it's my. It was my second game because we did this uh, once before.
0: On you mean on Tabletop Simulator second time? Yes.
1: Yeah,
4: yes, that's right.
1: Uh, and it was uh, much uh, smoother now. Uh, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because uh, last time it crashed uh, and it was some issues with uh, animated uh, models and uh, terrain and stuff. Now it was uh, better.
0: Yeah, it it worked better without Jurgen's crazy animation units.
1: Probably. Um, Also, uh, mm, I think. um, Oh, what was I going to say?
0: Maybe that that you were more we were all more used to the controls. Maybe like we're zooming around and stuff.
1: Yes, and I have never played uh, Universal Battle because when you when apparently I realized when you say tabletop simulator, some wise guys always always going to say, why don't you play UB? <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, I have never played UB, but I think tabletop simulator works fine for moving models.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean...
1: That's all I have to say about that. If
0: you've never played UB, it's a bit strange to... I I have no way to discuss it with you. (laughs) Move along. Well, but did you enjoy the game, Mida? We we, we can let the others uh, talk about it too before you reveal how it went, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I I loved it. I think it was fun all the way. Uh, Very exciting, very nervous about uh, getting placed next to Iwin because he always wins. Um, and he's lucky to boot. So, uh, yeah. uh, but it was exciting. I was, uh, uh, yeah.
0: And we this time we played the other scenario where with the, the like the dominate circle. So the whole point was of the game was to get uh, as much unit strength as possible into the center circle, and you would get one coin for each point of unit strength that you had uh, like majority in, inside the circle. Yeah. Uh, so, Eivind, uh, why don't you tell, you, tell us about uh, your thoughts of the game?
2: Yeah, I have played uh, Kings and Treachery for like yeah, four times, I think. Or this was my fourth time, I think. So, Yeah, sure, uh, we
0: have played. I mean, we've played... Uh, all of us have played before together at the club, so... This is yeah. like uh, just a tabletop simulator experience, uh, I guess.
2: Yeah, so it was something new with tabletop simulator, for sure. Uh, I have been trying out tabletop simulator a bit before, because I tried it with uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, playing it uh, with miniatures and such with tabletop. Yeah. Also, it was, uh, felt kind of familiar. It wasn't that hard to get units out and such, but there was like things going on. where we were flipping uh, some other pieces for some other used units, you when know, we are just going to measure up distance and such. So there were a few uh, yeah. mistakes going on and such,
0: it wasn't it, 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 It's much easier to uh, move your opponent's units by accident than in real life.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you like you're just going to hold in tab and just just to get the measure up and, yeah. and you forgot that and just drag the unit instead or the table yeah. and such. Like, oops,
0: so. I moved your unit. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was what a bit of mistakes
1: you? like that. Do you think that if you're clumsy in real life, you're also clumsy in Tabletop Simulator? Or uh, <laughs> this, you trying to say something, Though, yeah, Do you think that if you're clumsy <laughs> in uh, real life, you're also clumsy yeah. in Tabletop Simulator?
0: Yeah, I think he heard you. He was just asking if you are trying to insult him.
1: Yeah. I, no, I expected just that. In, in general, <laughs> some of us are always uh, knocking other models uh, over and...
0: Let's just I win when it gets drunk.
2: No, I don't yeah, get drunk.
0: So that's okay. And you can also flip the table, uh, just like you like you do in real life. Uh, I win at the end of the yeah. night. You yeah. can flip it. What happens.
2: No, I think so, it's uh, it's something to get used to.
0: But it's fun. I win that you say that it was uh, like yeah yeah it was easy to to place your units because you were the first person that because uh, I um, for every person who's going to join. Uh, the tabletop simulator games i've had this little half hour like uh what like introduction course like the day before or a couple of days before uh and i had that with you as well but i underestimated you because you've been using it probably even more than than i have so i was like okay i win welcome to tabletop simulator here's how you do and you're like yeah i know i was yeah. like what <laughs> you know oh yeah you oh yeah you used it before so it was so much easier to to uh, to show you uh, the the specifics of uh, like the king of the king's war game so that was that was fun
4: yeah I was oh, one me guy
0: though? who one guy who was like a pro already
1: <laughs> how do you rank me frederick was i good
0: um, um I you were not normal life you weren't too bad but when you first came in you were like oh i forgot everything how do i move around oh yeah <laughs> But you got pretty quickly into it. And actually you corrected, uh, well, no, not corrected, but you remembered a couple of things that I had forgotten. So yeah, uh, I was actually I very re- impressed.
1: When I say I don't remember anything, it's like an act, you know?
0: <laughs> that sounds like a classic uh, v thing to do. it's an yeah. old
1: Warhammer move. I do the same in Kings of War. I pretend to not know the rules so I can exploit <laughs> them uh, later. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, good trick, good trick. What? 50 points
0: from everyone. Yeah, you like. Oh, he doesn't know. <laughs> we'll exploit that later, sort of. So, and Martin, uh, first impressions of the of the game. Yeah, I
3: love uh, tabletop simulator. Now in the lockdown period, it's awesome to get some games on, and uh, I think tabletop simulator is surprisingly good uh, to put it that way. It works yeah. well and. Uh, since uh, the last time we played, which was the first time really, or we did yeah. have one evening where we just sort of got uh, uh, like uh, get new, uh, to know the, the tabletop simulator program. Yeah, but uh, then uh, this is our second game.
4: And... Yeah, because you, of course,
0: uh, I forgot to say that uh, this time that you also joined, but I, I think I said that on the last podcast, right? That you were a part of our previous. Uh match one are yeah, again yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah and um yeah it's uh it's, it's a great way to play it's uh
0: do you enjoy the good. 3d uh, view of, of it
3: i do i uh yeah it's uh it looks really good on the table and the miniature that uh, you can get from the different uh, mods or wh- what you call them uh it's uh, those assets that they have stolen from other games are uh, awesome. Yeah, and, uh, good
0: to look at
3: <laughs> no. so there are a uh, lot hmm.
0: of uh, Total War's uh, 3D models and stuff in there, I think, and uh, a lot of uh, Age of Sigmar models, probably. But uh, oh well, we take what we can get.
3: Yeah, I I had a great time. Yeah,
0: yeah it was fun. So uh, why don't we talk a bit about uh, what happened in the game, uh, V Dog? Do you want to start from your perspective?
1: yeah from my perspective um, uh usually you know the table is divided into the six zones uh, and uh, it's uh, always i think uh, most strategic to end up in a corner and not the middle zone yeah uh, because and but that's only uh true uh until someone some idiot takes one of the other sections, one of the middle sections. And then, uh, yeah. then you're probably then uh, suddenly you're squeezed in the middle.
0: That's what I usually do.
1: Yeah, so you you usually ruins it, but this time uh, everyone took their corner, and so it was uh, tidier in a way. But also, yeah. I noticed that uh, Martin was uh, very far away from me because there was a section in between us. Yeah. And then it just looked like it was almost given that uh, me and uh, Ivan would uh, fight. On our end um, because we were opposite uh, each other
0: yeah so there was kind of two feet between you and Martin on the far uh, like no one claimed the center squares uh, yeah like you said so there was y- it could easily have devolved into to uh, almost like a doubles game where, where yeah it could have been <laughs> easily to fall into that trap yeah, where you that- just pivoted towards the closest enemy
1: then it, turned, it turns out you and Martin had sort of a peace deal in the first turn or something, uh, and me and Ivan uh, picked up on that and sort of said, "Yeah, let's let's not attack each other at first now." And I was planning—I can honestly say that I was planning to backstab Ivan every turn uh, that yeah. passed, but I—I. I, I couldn't find the opportunity because we were both uh, deploying. I don't think Ivan found the opportunity either because we were both uh, deploying, uh, kind of defensively, uh, defensive towards each other. Uh, and I was in a, a period I was sidestepping my way into the middle with some units. Uh, so um, so I was always afraid of Ivan. I was wanted to backstab him, but I couldn't. Um, uh, justify it because I think I would struggle against the, the succubai and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I think uh, we both had like this crab move, we just waited sideways with uh, quite a few of our units watching each other but not uh, engaging because if one tried to engage uh, he would be crushed. So It was that kind of setup for us, Yeah, at the first at least.
1: And yeah, that's the turn. As it turned out, I was out of combat for very, very long. At least Ivan was uh, fighting you, Fred. Yeah. Uh, but I was, uh, I was uh, mid midways. I was thinking maybe I will just not fight a single combat in this game because I was just moving. <laughs> and then I ended up in combat with some knights uh, with uh, from Martin, but it didn't matter so much. So I. I was a bit worried I, w- I would get the coins I needed. Yeah. Uh, I had the so unit strength inside the Domination Circle, but uh, not uh, generating uh, coins from combat.
0: Exactly. Um, the one who got the lead initially uh, was you, I think, Martin?
3: Yeah, I um, with a deal that we struck in the beginning to not uh, to engage uh, each other on the, on the yeah, what you can call the far side of the table, that uh, worked out, it, or it, it was pretty advantageous, to, advantageous for both of us, I think actually, uh, yeah. but I think I got sort of the upper hand because I also, I got the first uh, first move. Uh, didn't I? I think.
0: You also got or to choose uh, uh, squares first, I think, and you got the really good the terrain, uh, like both flanks protected, uh, when you advanced into the center.
3: Yeah, that's uh, that's true. But uh, you you all basically had the same position as me because you also had the same uh, yeah that's protection true, on I... the side uh, there. but. Uh, but uh, I agree. Uh, but I think uh, more importantly was that I got to move uh, before you in the in yeah. the first round. So uh, uh, sort of when I moved my units uh, up, I could control uh, a large part of the center circle for for a time. Uh, I think also you had a forest there that you had to move through with uh, several. of your... Yeah, that's
0: right. On blocking my path towards Iwin was uh, was a forest.
3: Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, I. I did have a fence that i had to climb over with my knights but uh i had a sort of like open passage where i could uh, squeeze two infantry units and get them mm-hmm. uh, exactly into the center circle while also protected by, in the flank against uh, you so uh, i racked up some coins in first round uh, for sure
0: yeah in, yeah you were the first to get like almost all your units into the circle. So you were like collecting six and seven coins each turn and you were quickly getting a a big head start. Uh, I did uh, bring a catapult, so I I was thinking I would try to shoot some stuff off, uh, but that was really hard because we put extra lot, uh, like extra amounts of terrain on the table when we play these uh, Kings and Treachery games. And uh, it was just hell to find something to shoot at. But I did get a shot off at your uh, General and Winged Beast, and I got two shots, I think, on Iwin's uh, Warlock. Uh, and I uh, wavered him once, but uh, you don't get any coins for, for wavering things. You need to kill it outright. Uh, I- in contrast to Melee, where you actually get coins just for disordering units. So uh, it usually pays off to run in and hit stuff in the Melee instead. And uh, Iwin, you had a grand plan uh, for the game. That you didn't maybe didn't have time to execute.
2: Yeah, it was more or less. Uh, or I had one regiment coming in to uh, get some coins in the, uh, quite in the beginning. But uh, my main forces was in a bit. And uh, when I also had my uh, my uh, warlock uh, routed or not wavered? broken, wavered couldn't uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> couldn't get him around to to fight properly. I um, I didn't get to engage as quickly as I kind of wanted. But, uh, yeah, I had all my units uh, set up and ready to fight uh, for the last rounds, really. And yeah. try to mock up and take take uh, out most of the units in the middle. So it you was ca- a bit more of a slow game for me.
0: Yeah, because you, you, you mopped up my units, I think, and then you were about to turn around and go towards Martin. And then yeah. we didn't have time to play the last two rounds.
2: <laughs> no, so it was a bit of a... I got uh, quite a few coins in the end as well, mostly because I'm up with you and had that regiment getting some coins. But, um, yeah. but uh, I didn't get because I hadn't lost any units yet in round four. So that was.
0: That's right. Yeah.
2: But time to strike! Take out all of the Vidor's units. and uh, <laughs> the rest I uh, mop up your units, uh, Fred.
0: Well, you and I win both. I think you kind of sandwiched me. Yeah. So, I got
3: a uh, uh, I... flank charge with the berserkers on the mummies. I took care of
0: them. Well, I did get to play the surprise uh, card on you, though, uh, with the crystal pendant on both your units. Yeah,
3: that was that was awesome.
1: That,
0: uh,
3: that, was, uh,
1: that, that was very important because Martin's units were then too damaged to. Uh, they would lose uh, against almost anything after that.
0: Yeah, I think I did eleven damage on one of them and five on the other. Yeah,
1: so so yeah, <laughs> you have a
3: glass hammer unit like the berserkers with uh, eleven damage and five damage. It sort of <laughs> makes them even more glassy, like half broken already, coming over uh, to your side of the table. Yeah, and that was
0: uh, the only only downside for me. was that I didn't actually make any coins on that move, but it was really fun to to pull that card out. Uh, did you guys have any favorite cards that you either that you used or? didn't use but that you that you noticed
2: yeah at the end i also got the crystal but i didn't get to use it the only one i oh, used yeah, yeah. was uh, was the one that uh someone declared me as enemy i think and i said uh, nope i think that was you fred maybe? that was me yeah
0: you yeah. got the only card that's uh that you could have used to stop me that's right
2: yeah so i prevented you from charging me and so i could just uh, manhandle you afterwards <laughs>
3: yeah I, I actually pulled that card on you uh too uh because I had the one where uh, where the if the alignment of the enemy army
0: is opposite to the, the yours, yeah. then you can. Uh, That's right. I got ganged their... up on this in this game. Yeah. God damn it! Got
3: the short end of the stick, Fred.
0: <laughs> uh, dog uh, did you have any new cool cards that you noticed? Uh,
1: the first thing I noticed was a card I didn't understand. Uh, it was sort of like if 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 uh, you already been if the, one of your units have already been played two red cards against, you can use this to do something. Uh, uh, yeah. And then I I think, I thought, oh, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. So I threw that away. Uh, yeah. But I also got one of the um, teleport uh, stuff uh, that you can just uh, make a unit vanish and reappear as reinforcement.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I never uh, I've been used waiting.
1: It.
0: I've been waiting for someone to use that. So one of your own units, right? At the end, or any time during your own turn, you can. Uh, yeah, anytime. Mm, yeah, that could be a fun card. I was imagining someone doing like a, a charge where they, yeah, really expose themselves. Like, okay, I'm. Yeah. You're gonna get the rare charge the next turn, but then, after you're out the enemy unit, you're like, haha, portal. Yeah.
1: And then I, just, was, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that. Uh, so I saved that one,
4: but. Uh... Oh, next Never time. Get a chance, oh, that would have been fun.
0: It's cool now because some of these cards are brand new, so I'm i kind of just hoping they get played to see uh, the faces of the players. Well, not that I see your faces when you were on tabletop battle, but I can at least hear your gasps of, uh, of shock and horror. Annoyed. Yeah, oh, super. So, uh, how did uh, anyone want to tell uh, the end result of the game? As we all know, there are uh, it's not victory points, but uh, coins that decide the the winner. Or is this a bit of a, t- a touchy subject, perhaps? Uh, maybe yeah, we I can talk announce- about something else. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is. No, it's didn't.
2: not
1: touchy at all. I think. Like, uh, I think Martin played the uh, maybe. Uh, Martin played a a more aggressive fun game for himself and maybe also the best game to play in this uh, i think i played very boring uh but also i didn't have a lot of movement on my unit so i was i was marching my scapegoats as fast as i could towards martin but uh, yeah uh, i I felt i played very boring and defensively and martin played very aggressively and uh, that led to him getting a lot of coins and uh, me but uh, when he was fighting but uh, me gaining a lot of coins in the end when I got a lot of unit strength inside the domination circle.
0: Yeah, when you when you finally got into the circle. Yeah. Yeah, that's I right. got so, I got
3: into a, a good lead in the beginning, and then uh, everyone sort of ganged up on me because I was yeah. leading, which is of course the nature of the game. That's uh, that's how you should play it, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at the end, there, uh, I basically had no units left on the table. To, to, be, fair, uh, to be
1: fair, everyone g- ganged up on Frederick too, and he wasn't winning at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also
3: true, but uh, it, hey, it's freebie Fred, it's free yeah. coins, right? Freebie.
1: Yeah.
0: That's freebie. also the
3: nature of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correct.
0: To Correct. show some
1: weakness, uh,
4: yeah.
0: everyone. Club does. the baby seal first, and then try to win afterwards.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I had like four oh. coins or something. And uh, in the end, uh, V Dog and Martin both got 34 coins, and uh, we called it a draw.
3: Respectable. And, uh, we We Dog had a moral upper hand because he played a
1: a card that
3: you. I don't, I don't understand why he didn't play it in the
1: in the last round. No, I was too carried away. I forgot to play it, so uh, it
0: yeah. was a draw. So V Dog had yeah. a card which he had remembered to play. He would have won with 30. Yeah. What, what did I say? Third. Did you have thirty-four? He would have gotten thirty-five in that case, or one more than you at least. So yeah, or a... I could
3: have blocked. I could have blocked it with a coin because he can pay a coin for it, of course.
0: And no, then because I would have, um... no, because it's cast
1: for free, and you can't stop. Oh, it. Oh, it's cast for free, yeah, yeah. so you can't yeah. stop it. All oh, right, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, but uh, it shows the okay. importance of remembering, and that's the but that's the trick too, you know. When you get like five cards, or maybe you get even more than five, and you have to discard them, and uh, to keep track of them all, and to remember or to like make a plan on when to use them that can be tricky sometimes and yeah i myself yeah. uh have been in situations where like oh shit i should have played that card uh, oh, like last turn and
1: yeah. A bit, yeah yeah ideally you don't want to throw cards away you want to make a plan for everyone to to play everyone
0: yeah every hmm. card yeah yeah
3: true yeah First uh, I think I got redemption for uh, for my past games, which have been quite defensively and basically just stuck in the corner and I tried yeah. some shooting like you did, Fred, and it yeah. didn't yeah. end up well. So uh, I think this time I played the game as it should be played and I had yep. a lot of fun. So. Uh...
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, you were more aggressive and more into melee and like moving forward. That is definitely the the best way to play it. And if if you want to win it, I think you have to do it like that. So I I, I was that. the guy hiding in the corner this time and uh, paid the price. Uh, yeah, what did you say?
2: I was going to go with uh, like a bit more uh, mix of shooting and such with the glade and. Those uh, kind of units, but I remembered from uh, past Kings of Treachery that uh, all the money, all the coins are coming in with uh, close combat, so I changed Mm -hmm. the list to mostly succubi and Abyssal Fiend and such, so it was mostly close combat with a bit of Warlock, uh, which was the only distance really. So, yeah. yeah. And I also forgot to use uh, one of those cards, which was like when your left player is disordering an enemy, play this and gain one coin. I think yep. I had that almost the entire uh, battle. I think I used it on round three or something like that before you lost your last oh, combat so unit.
0: Oh, so when I finally actually did something, you could have uh, gained the money off of my success earlier.
2: Yeah, so I had mm-hmm. that card for many, many rounds and just forgot to play it. <laughs> so it's just,
0: yeah.
2: It's hard to remember sometimes.
0: Yeah, well, it was great fun. And uh, we've learned some tricks. Like, we turned off uh, the hills. We turned off the... Um... Like we well, we've learned how to turn off the the height of them so they can go become flat if we need them to, uh, and uh, ch- chosen some s- units that don't have like animation seemed to be a good idea. So yeah, the game didn't break a single time, so that was really cool. Um, uh, it was a bit frustrating last time when it broke like three or four times. So yeah, this time much better, much smoother, and uh, yeah, big thumbs up. It was great uh have you, and uh, i Fred, would you
3: have you yeah have, have you ever uh, thought about uh, uh you know uh, decreasing the size of the circle in the middle to just like ten ten or eleven or something like that just tweak it just a tiny bit uh,
0: yeah i don't know i don't know uh like some it would be hard to get units in there wouldn't it
4: yeah, uh,
3: I don't know. I just uh, yeah, I was, there are pros and cons for uh, to it, but uh, uh, I'm I'm seeing that uh, you know uh, uh, you can have a person uh, on one side of the circle which uh, can be inside the circle but uh, have no way of reaching the person on the far, far side of the circle. So it's sort of you never have that uh, interaction between the persons that are diagonally opposed to, to each other. Uh, oh. uh they can be standing there looking at each other and making more coins out of not engaging basically uh yeah,
4: yeah infant,
0: like infantry in that case
3: yeah or yeah but even like uh flyers or tw- units with move 20 for example they can still be inside the circle and not be able to engage the opponent oh yeah so, you're right know. because yeah. there
0: there's yeah. actually 24 inches across there isn't there
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it is a uh,
0: bit huge. Yeah, well, we could maybe try a variant sometime where we decrease it a little bit.
3: Yeah, just by one inch, for example, because you have to think about the radius or, or like the, the area of the circle becomes. Uh, quite mm. a bit smaller by just in, decreasing it 1 inch i guess so uh, mm. you know yeah, it's yeah, always but... in, in in the kings of war and the warhammer universe it was always like 12 12 12 24 36 you know yeah yeah uh, you never think it was like
0: uh, we could do like 8 inch 8 inch radius instead of 12 or something like that
3: yeah but that's really small again so
1: yeah
0: maybe 10, 10. is a good 10 mm-hmm.
1: is a good number
3: Ten maybe. Yeah, Soul try that for once. 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sold for ten. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, then you can call it uh, kings in tens. Fine. No. 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 <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
3: Alright. That's my yeah. type of humor, uh, if you like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I think we'll uh, leave the subject of our awesome game. Uh, we didn't say how many coins you got, I win, but it was uh, somewhere in, in between. Keith halfway between uh, the best ones and me.
2: 25 <laughs> or something like that, around
0: there. That many? Wow. Yes, yeah, so I got oh, a few, Man, but, uh, not enough. You guys. Room for improvement. Okay, so it's time for the Room for Improvement. Take it away, V-Dog.
1: Oh, my favorite segment. Mm-hmm. I think this time, since we haven't played uh, any regular King's War, we have to um, uh, suggest some room for improvement with uh, either Kings and Treachery or Tabletop Simulator.
0: Sounds fair.
1: And we have already talked about uh, expanding or uh, uh, decreasing the Dominate Circle.
0: Yeah, that was Martin's suggestion. Yeah. Great I suggestion, Martin.
3: I, I noticed uh, uh, in my game that uh, I could like uh, freely just walk slowly into the circle in the first round and, and stay there and rack up some coins. And, and actually, thinking back on it, I would have made more coins just staying where I was because I had an awesome position. And I could yep, have just true. waited for you to come to me instead.
0: Okay, so it's uh, duly noted. We'll, we'll try
4: that. Um, uh, Martin, that's... if
1: you okay. but Martin, if you haven't charged Fred with your berserkers, I could have charged them with my scarecrows. I think
3: you could have charged my berserkers. Yeah, at least uh,
4: one
3: of them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. The one that was uh, sort of standing the wrong way around. Uh, yeah, the, with the back towards you. Yeah, uh, those were in the sort of uh, so, bad position.
1: Because it's annoyed me when you charged off and escaped from my grasp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, that's. Uh...
0: But last time, uh, the 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 stuff that you brought up last time, we log, do. You, would you say those are kind of fixed, or uh, like the the problems that we experienced last time? Was it more like us being more uh, used to it, or uh, you mean or with some... tabletop
1: simulator? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we are more used to them now. There are some uh, some issues. Uh, I think with I removed. Yeah, like picking up an opponent's units are always uh, a bit embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true.
1: Yeah, and also the balance your units on top of the a uh, wall, but apparently yeah. you can place the wall on top of the units with
0: no. Yeah, so I appearance. turned off. I turned off the. Well, I turned the physics or the gravity down to a minimum. So if you place the unit on top of the wall, they would just hang there and shake a little, like. <laughs> so uh, if you then touch the wall, then you would like lift the wall up through the unit, and the unit would fall down, and you can just sort of place the wall on top of the unit. So it's a bit fun. Like that's kind of. Ha- that's how I would do it in real life, probably. Like lift the wall up, put the unit down to get the unit in the proper place, and then put the wall yeah. on top. But it's so weird to do that on like a computer simulation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually just the same thing you would do. Oh, and sometimes often you did you play using the camera top down uh, sometimes, V-Dog?
1: Yeah, a lot I think because it's easier to see if when you're stand, if you're standing on top of uh, your own yeah. units or uh, terrain. Mm-hmm stuff like that because uh, then
0: i did that myself once and then it was a classic mistake that we both did was we put units on top of trees ah and suddenly they were like standing on top of the treetops or falling down from the trees and we're like oh what's going yeah. on oh yeah we have to move the trees yeah. like you would do in real life you know away from the little forest area <laughs> <laughs> oh well but we shouldn't go to we have we talked a lot about the tabletop simulator already so yeah, other, but I have some. Ideas? yeah
1: for uh, Kings, of, Kings and Treachery I was just going to ask you did you remove a lot of um, uh, cards where uh, your that targets wizards or, or
0: yeah I did I did uh, because I that? missed
1: some of them I didn't play wizard and I still miss them
0: Okay, yeah, because that—that uh, was the feedback that Henning actually gave us. That he thought there were too many cards messing with wizards, and very yeah. rarely did. Anyone yeah, but you can mess with,
1: wi- maybe you can mess with wizards, but you can also make wizards more powerful.
0: Yeah, but th- that's a recent addition because yeah, cause they, originally they were just like messed with wizard cards, and no one took wizards. But one, the one time one guy took a wizard, all the players had a card like, ah, your wizard explodes, and miss you know, loses a yeah. p- point of damage for every time he, yeah. So it, 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 I just took them all out, basically. Yeah, well, that's I remember been, uh, I had my gradual. Style. Yeah, it's but- very gradual.
3: Yeah, because I, I played uh, with the wizard a couple of times uh, in the first rounds that I tried the game, and uh, uh, yeah, I've experienced exactly the same uh, we discussed. Uh, you remember Hanim everyone
0: Everyone keeps playing cards on your wizard?
3: Yeah, I think uh, I threw a spell once, and I had three people uh, throwing, uh, finally I can get rid of this card. And I yeah,
0: fuck just, this card. It
1: broke <laughs> down. <laughs> You know <laughs> what you can do, uh, Fred? You can actually give the wizard some total power ability and then implement the um, oh. miscast table from Warhammer. Oh dear. Or something like <laughs> that in slope. cards, you know. Every, every, every One card for every result in a miscast table for Warhammer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Stuff
1: like that. Could be fun.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe. At least I have a card making them powerful, like the plus one to cast. The card that you actually yeah. gave me free, yeah. that was very very That's generous, right. and, and then I failed the casting anyway. Or the, I used yeah. it for my catapult though, so that was karma. But uh, yeah, anyone else have any not related to Kings and Treachery or Tabletop Simulator? Room for improvement? Any complaints about the miniatures, rules? I I still have
3: one question about kingdoms and treachery, oh, King, kings and treachery. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, back in the day, you would have a, a rule that said that uh, if you won a game, uh, you could request a card.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. Wow. Uh, yeah. Is that the? So uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. neither of you won. So, haha. Uh-huh. Tough luck. Both <laughs> of us won. <laughs> you dr- no, but you there, drew. but there were no
1: second place. <laughs> with only a third place for Ivan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a thing I've... Uh, you can, you're free, it's, always it's free fun, to suggest...
1: Uh,
4: yeah,
3: it's a fun gimmick, like uh, when the game suggests a card. It's, uh, I love that gimmick. It's, and yeah, then yeah. People can remember do you know that, how that much... with my
0: card. Yeah. Do you know how much work it is to get those cards, cards made into a digital stack?
3: Well, I haven't <laughs> done any of that work, so I don't know. I
0: know. It's <laughs> like, hey, Fred, just so, add one card. Ah! <laughs> So <laughs>
1: if any if anyone out there listen to the Giant Dwarf podcast then uh, and play a game of Kings and Treachery feel free to let the wi- winners suggest a new card for Fred.
0: Yeah, please. O- do. All over the world. Yes. Yeah. And lots of uh, old uh, Warhammer heritage, like Total Power and stuff. Yay. Oh well, can we please leave the
1: or the Wizard blast in a random in... direction stuff?
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> please leave this topic. <laughs> Bring in the <a> scatter dice. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> but, Templates. But
3: Fred, Fred, you still God. have you. are still in control of the game, so you can just say to people, "Yeah, please come up with suggestions," and then do nothing with it, right?
0: Uh, yeah, of course. Yes,
2: of uh, course. They can't yeah, even decide course. what it is called. Uh, uh, Isn't that how we are operated all the time, Fred?
0: You know this, that's how a GM works. Uh, Iwin yeah, knows, or, our... or, a, oh, yeah. or a DM. Uh, that's yeah. actually a bit funny, because every time we usually speak to Iwin on Discord, it starts with him asking us, so what happened last time? Right? Yeah. Like for D&D. Just stop
2: that this time too. Uh, and we were connected <laughs> to
0: play this time. You were like, so what happened this time?" last time, V-Dog? You were like, whoa. <laughs> Rules collide. But isn't this a good,
1: um, this is room for improvement, it's not complaining, it's uh, it's a sign of it being a good game you have made because people get so uh, uh, worked up about it and have a lot of opinions yeah. and want to improve it even more. That's good, that's, right?
0: That's true. I just think it can be, if we talk too long about it, it might be a bit dull for people who haven't played it maybe.
3: And yeah, but in, in this uh, in this time and age, and and with a tabletop simulator, and and you know with the COVID situation that we're in, we we do recommend people going online and trying and finding new ways to play uh, Kings of War yeah. online. Even if you try King, uh, Triumph and Treachery as a social setting, as we do, you know, bring out a couple of beers and hang out and play together, it's yeah, awesome. Sure.
0: I would uh, try like to try actually getting some uh overseas participants maybe from the uk or uh, maybe even the us although the time difference makes it a little bit of a it will be like we're late night getting drunk and they would be like midday like yeah wish i could drink but uh yay <laughs> you when could day drink and join
2: morning drink. that's nice start the day with some vodka shots
0: yeah exactly Then you'd be like, we're going to play all six turns, maybe seven, because I I got all day. Yeah. Well, we'd be going into the small hours and getting sleepy. Yep. Yep. Okay. Ready to leave the topic? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Cool.
1: Other entertainment.
0: So, uh, I could start. Uh, I finished the audiobook that i listened to last time uh dune uh and i n- realized that i kind of forgot to p- put it into a setting like why did i listen to dune uh, and i just uh remembered uh, that i also did this back in the day before lord of the rings came out uh i was like 16 i think and i read this in the news like uh, lord of the rings you know coming to movies and i realized oh shit. This is is my last chance to read the book before the movie. You know, this is my last chance to be one of those guys who can say like, "Well, actually, in the book, it's like (laughs) this and that."
2: Annoying piece of.
0: (laughs) And I remember like that I was like stressing, like, "Oh shit, I have to read it now! Like, I have to hurry!" And that's also what happened now because Dune is, uh, as some of you probably know, it's coming to. Well, to the movies they're making a movie about dune that's coming out later this year Um, and that's why i picked it up because i (laughs) i realized this is my chance to be that guy again like i can now point out things actually that wasn't in the book and i realized uh, it's a bit uh, strange that that's actually a motivation for me to be a uh, to be a know-it-all but uh, that's how it is uh, so I'm excited about the dune the movie coming out and i can compare it to the book in every scene
3: yeah i'm holding my judgment on that movie because uh, I've seen the old one
0: <laughs> uh oh yeah i haven't actually seen uh, is that someone posted a picture of, of uh of david Bowie or something is he in the original dune
3: it been many years ago,
0: so... I can't I'm i just remember. guessing now, because... Uh, from what stuff. I
2: remember, Dune was to be the biggest uh, project in uh, video history ever. And the original cast was like all the famous most famous people of the day. And that got more or less cancelled. I think it was just a money drop. And so the version which oh. came out was some years later, from what I uh, heard. Oh yeah. So it's, uh, it's kind of a... Try to pick oh. up the pieces and Is make. Is it
0: Sting that was in uh, the movie,
2: or? I don't was... remember. It was a lots of people. I just googled Dune
0: and it looks to be like some images of Sting. I don't, I have no idea. Okay, whatever. The uh, thread So are you saying it was a flop? Uh, yeah,
2: I mean it was a, it was an uh, idea which uh, a lot of people, talented people, uh, got into, and the good thing about it because yes, it the, it didn't end up uh, getting produced anything from that project at least. Uh, hmm. But I think uh, some ideas like movies for aliens and other movies, sci-fi movies, uh, came actually out from the original Dune. Okay. So, so th- th- kind of the sci-fi, um, it it has a kind of a good reputation for being a project never uh, finishing because a lot of other sci-fi came out of that project.
0: Yeah, Little I mean, I such. mean, the, the, the book and the story itself is really groundbreaking for uh, i mean i can't believe it was written in 65 it's crazy how uh how modern some of those i mean like the so many of the ideas you recognize from current sci-fi or at least sci-fi that came much later so i was uh uh, very few times during the audiobook uh, did i think like this sounds old or outdated it was always like uh, it felt like a current, uh, very current sci-fi work. So yeah, I was kind of blown away by it.
3: I think it's yeah. a difficult movie to to make it, uh, to make from uh, from that book because uh, it's been several years since I read the book. But I remember that uh, you know the main character he has a lot of dreams, for example, where he sort of sees himself in the future and so on. And, yeah. and in movies, you you it's hard to get that feeling of like being inside of someone's head. Uh, yeah, because I agree. You see things. You can't see thoughts, you know? You have to film yeah. the thoughts. And uh, wow books do that better than movies but uh so I think that's one of the issues with June
0: that's why I'm a sort of yeah absurd. I agree I've thought the same like I I've, I've actually thought it part way through the book like how are they gonna make this into a movie I've thought several times because uh, um like Paul and his mother they have these uh, they both are very like trained mentally um uh, in like a, ways of thinking and computing thoughts it's almost like they've been uh i don't know uh it's like they've gone to a school which uh which really uh forces people to almost compute thoughts into logical patterns you know what i mean and how are they gonna all those internal monologues that they have uh and uh they can communicate with a with the with a glance and with small gestures, it, the the book describes how they have almost you know conversations and lots of hidden meanings without saying a word. And I was like, oh my god, this is this entire scene has gone on without them even speaking a word. How are they gonna tra- get the point across with like what they are thinking? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's uh, it will be. They they probably have to do it completely differently than than the, the book story. They have to attack it from a different angle. I think. which is a shame because it's the book has a lot of like magic in the way it progresses through those those uh, scenes and uh, and there's a narrator between every chapter that tells reads up this little uh, snippet and uh, it's a it's a very cool cool book so yeah Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you've read it Martin I can't believe one guy has read the same book as me yes good stuff. Um, So that was my book. And uh, yeah, I have one more thing, but I'm going to save it for the very last. So uh, Vidog, how about you?
1: Can I use my time? Well, uh, let's let's just say I'm not entertained uh, at the (laughs) moment. But uh, can I use my time to ask you try to understand your motivation for reading a book? Uh, yeah, because sure, sure. you're reading a book to so you can be as smart as about film. Yes so that means there's I heard or read that it's uh, there's a new Dungeons and Dragons uh, film coming out. Does that mean you have to read the player's handbook? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, or does it mean that we have to finish a campaign with Iron I f- very soon?
0: I feel a small compulsion to to, to read the player's handbook but uh, at the same time it's a bit of it's a bit different since D&D is such a huge uh, like you can be such a smartass if you're ready <laughs> yeah. uh i don't know i'll leave that to Iwin. he can be the D&D smartass it's
2: best that you don't know so you don't know r- rules then i can just uh kill you instantly
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, that was my contribution anyway okay are we going to move on to Iwin?
2: Sure, are you going to talk about D&D, or is there anything no, else you want well,
0: to Well, yeah, like uh, other entertainment you've been doing recently, games you've been playing.
2: Yeah, I can uh, start out with, of course, that we have the D&D campaign going, that's kind kind of fun, quite fun. True, true. Being a GM, so uh takes some time, and also playing uh, as a player in two other uh, campaigns, so I got a lot of... Uh, Lot of playing time with uh, RPGs. Which is yeah, very, very you fun. seem
0: to have your week f- almost filled out every week with uh, playing. Yeah,
2: because uh, there's not that much to do. So being social over dig- digitally is uh, kind of nice.
0: Yep. I wish I
1: was Ivan.
2: <laughs> you do, yeah.
1: Yeah, you yeah. could play the D and D several times time each. Just one time a week, it's not much.
2: You might have to up it if you want to get uh, the campaign over with for the D and D movies. So we'll we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Other than that, I also had to get some more movements going on, Uh, so I actually bought myself uh, Oculus Quest uh, 2, which is like a virtual reality
0: uh, set. Yeah.
2: So I've been gaming that a bit with uh, games like Pistol Whip and such where you have to shoot down uh, enemies with a lot of nice uh, music and avoid bullets.
0: That's so cool that you have that VR vr thing going on i think you're the first guy i know who has that
2: yeah you tried it actually so what do you yeah. think Fred?
0: oh uh, yeah it was it was uh hilarious <laughs> <It> yes <Yeah. was laughs> I almost uh, bumped into your furniture though like, I wasn't too used to the like to the watch, you know minding my space yeah, around yeah. me <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you almost need a spectator to warn you like okay you're approaching the window now like
2: Yeah it's going so. really well actually for for me at least but uh yeah. But I had one time where I actually had to try to, I think I had to try to avoid it really much, some, some bullets coming against me. <laughs> and suddenly I slammed my hand straight into the um, into some furniture, to, into the table here. Oh. I was kind of low and I slammed it in, so it, was <laughs> it hurt quite bad.
0: But oh no, like the
4: sharp okay. edge?
2: Yeah, on the sharp edge, so it was like uh, between the knuckles, right in oh, between fuck. there, so it's really really hurt, but I, I got over it.
0: Did hard. you take that adrenaline and use it in the game, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. can't get
2: me? Yeah, just sped up, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I got some real pain for once. So no, it was uh, quite fun. And actually, I had uh, like a workout day uh, on Saturday before we started to play the games. And then I actually went through all the arcade games for that with the hardest difficulty. So I just went through uh, an hour, hour and a half, I think, with uh, with pistol whip. And then I also went with some uh, boxing middle of the fight so
0: yeah you, st- you said that all that also is really uh, like uh, yeah. exerting that you get really sweaty when you yeah that is it, a measures, lot it measures you have to punch actually hard as well as uh yeah. quick right so
2: you have to do real shadow boxing with real power so so i mean when you're boxing against a boxing bag you hit the target and such and and you you hit kind of stop there but here you have like shutting boxing you you have to stop yourself the movement so you have to hit really hard and stop it and draw back so it's like you get uh both sides of the muscle groups uh spent quite well with that yeah i was actually sweating so much that was uh I, I really had to take a shower <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was wet all through the clothes and everything
0: <laughs> very uh it's a very. Um... Original uh, way to do exercise and workout, uh, but a g- good solution in like these uh, isolation times. You can play games and uh, get a workout at the same yeah. time.
2: It's a lot of fun, and also I think compared to because we had some of the same with like uh, Nintendo Wii where you like yeah. had to move and such, but that then you don't have to do the moves really thoroughly, you can just yeah, like in tennis you can just use your uh, wrist to just do the movements and don't, yeah, you can actually stand still and do nothing yeah, yeah but here you have to move and and in the boxing game you have to avoid the hits and such and he moves around you have to move around and and uh, yeah it's a, it's a lot of work, and work.
0: Yeah. awesome yeah so that's more Very or less cool. my entertainment
2: also i've been playing a lot of other games but uh, going back to cyberpunk 2077 now uh, again which is really cool
0: yeah for the second second time
2: yeah it's uh now have there come some fixes and some uh, updated versions so i really liked it the first time but uh, i was very eager to get back to try a, a new uh start and yeah some new way to run the game yeah play the game.
0: awesome good shit good shit so uh are gonna pass it to martin
3: yeah i've uh, uh... You say? I've started reading books again, which is uh, something that I haven't done for many years since uh, since I had kids. Basically, uh, I have a soon six-year-old boy and a four-year-old girl, and uh, for many years I I didn't read books when they were small because I just I just didn't. Feel like it anymore. I, I wanted to just sit down and die on the couch and watch uh, Netflix, you know, <laughs> after a after full day. Uh, yeah. Vida, you know how how that is.
1: Sure, sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I've uh, picked up on reading books again, uh, especially with now with the home office. My, I spend my work day uh, eight hours a day in front of a computer, so uh, I'm not. Uh, that stoked on you know playing computer games in the
0: evening oh yeah and, i can uh, understand that yeah
3: so i picked up uh, reading books uh, i think i read like 20 books since october or something like that really is, uh, yeah it's uh, i'm reading a lot of books
0: any favorites so, uh, you can mention
3: yeah right now it's uh, i'm uh, in uh, stormlight archives which is uh perhaps the best fantasy book series i read uh at least since game of thrones but
0: uh, game what of did thrones you... isn't... uh could you could you repeat the name again
3: it's called stormlight archives okay by uh brandon sanderson uh he uh, he's the guy that uh, finished uh writing uh, the last books of the wheel of time series so oh. he's a well-known author and he writes really well and i love those books uh, actually, uh, I read them so quickly and I got so into it and uh, I, I realized that uh, I fir- first I bought the two first books and I needed to order uh, the next uh, books in the series and uh, when I got those I read, uh, started reading the next one and then I realized that there are some uh, stories in between here which are like standalone books, which you don't have to read, but when you're into it, you know, you you want to get everything out of it. Yeah. So then I had to order those books, and uh, now uh, I just got them in the mail uh, last weekend, but uh, I already started another book, so I'm actually (laughs) reading a book about chess players, which uh, goes into the story about the chess uh, tournament that we have at work. It's a book, so a book yeah, that exactly. I've been lying around for a long time, and it's about those chess geniuses that um, in the past uh, couple of hundred years, and there are some interesting stories in there. So uh, it's a fascinating book, but uh, I'm just waiting to finish it and get on with the Stormlight Archives again.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, that's cool. Yeah, books, mm-hmm. actual physical books has been a while for me too. So that's uh, good to hear. Yeah, it's. Um, a,
3: uh, I, I just love that sitting down on the sofa and with a glass of wine in the evening and just uh, having really quiet, sometimes put on the noise-canceling headset and just sewn out. And I read uh, 150 to 200 pages in one evening. <laughs> uh, after the kids have gone to bed, I, I sit down and I read, 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 read. And then I go to bed and then I read even more. And then... Ha! Oh, yeah. Eleven or something like that. I go to bed and I fall asleep.
4: Yeah,
0: sounds great. Yeah, sounds like awesome. uh, yeah something more of us should do probably. Try to disconnect yeah. a bit.
3: Yeah, I, I'm so glad that I got into it uh, because I read a lot of books when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many books. But uh, for the past six years, like I said, I haven't read any. So.
0: Mm. Cool, man.
3: Oh, I have one other book recommendation, which is really good. I uh, read a book, and this is uh, right up your alley too, uh, Ivan. Uh, It's a book called Vikings at War. It's a Norwegian uh, pair of historians, Norwegian historians, that have written a book about Viking warfare. It's
2: really cool. That's something up my uh, sleeve, yeah. Something I would like to read.
3: Yeah, they re- discuss everything, like uh, the strategies and the, how they attacked and how the weapons were and how they you know uh, positioned themselves in battle and everything. It's it's awesome. Highly recommended. Uh, you can get it in, in English also, I think.
2: Yeah, cool. I'll oh. check that. Nice. I, I've been also reading a book that is uh, it's, it's not any fiction or anything like that. Vida uh, has read it uh, twice, I think you said, which yeah, is uh, God is twice. Not Great. Christopher Hitchens. That's also a good book I would recommend. Although it's uh, more of a critic a case against organized religion I guess. So it's like I don't know if you know who Christopher Hitchens is it's
4: on my to-do uh, list.
2: Yeah it's a very outspoken uh, journalist uh, which is uh, originated from England but uh, moved to USA and become an American uh, citizen. The very uh, outspoken uh, person who uh, died of cancer for like 10 years something more than 10 years I think so, Yeah, I would recommend uh, checking out uh, that book yeah, really I cool
0: Yeah, the last book I read I think was one of those Horace Heresy books uh, like a year and a half ago or something
2: <laughs> yeah I gave up on that series
0: <laughs> I did give up when they, st- um, when they stopped giving them out in the small format like the pocket book uh, for some reason, they switched to a larger size and I was like, oh, do I need, I have like a big row. I had like 20 books in the small size and then yeah. they start with the big size and I was like, oh, fuck that. You're going to ruin my whole visual thing.
3: <laughs> I tried to read them uh, chronologically and uh, I got to the book with uh, Dark Angels and that book is just so bad. I completed <laughs> that, and that's uh, where I'm at. I <laughs> <laughs> just love the name is.
0: of that uh, Primark lion, L. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those yeah, names are so they're so horrible.
3: <laughs> yeah, but there is uh, like a real-world character that uh, is uh, is named after, I think.
0: Really, so, yeah,
3: but I can't well, Yeah, I just realized again.
0: it could be like Lionel. Yeah i just leave yeah. lion l johnson i think like what is it like a spanish uh, version l johnson
3: <laughs> no it's a uh, english poet called lionel john johnson okay in the uh, end of the
0: 1800s oh great so now you have to yeah. shame me for uh, talking crap about the name so now i feel stupid. <laughs> yeah yep okay never discuss books with martin or never have a strong opinions about books with Martin. Uh, no,
3: just from Wikipedia, Fred, uh, in 1893, he published his greatest work, Dark Angel.
0: What? Oh, come on! Yes. No, so there <laughs> it is. There it is. So Games Workshop just uh, basically did a Wikipedia search when they made Dark Angels, and they found that name. And like, hey, we should name our Primark this as a, uh like a. Homage to uh, to this guy.
3: That's way before Wikipedia that he was named that.
0: So yeah. They, okay, ago. they looked it up in their uh, in their uh, like encyclopedia or something.
3: Yeah. Okay. I think they, they they have taken a lot of inspiration from real world uh, things. So uh, they have like. Taking stuff that they are great fans of and I think this is a well-known book that they probably read uh, so, yeah, yeah,
0: probably alright so I have one final thing for the other entertainment uh, and that is that I have fallen into the trap uh, of a Total uh, War Warhammer yes and uh, this is all enabled by iWin's laptop that I now have uh, which has uh, made it possible for me to play those games which previously were not uh, possible to, for me to run and uh, i've fallen uh, hard into addiction with total war as i usually do yeah you uh, understood
2: my uh plan my devious plan yeah
0: exactly <laughs> yeah. like hey Fred, take this you can play total war warhammer <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I played Total War Warhammer One, and I've like f- finished the uh, the grand or the long campaign with the uh, Empire, and now I started uh, Total War Warhammer Two and playing uh, High Elves, and uh, I must f- say it's almost evil to have those like the artwork of old Tyrion and Teclis and all that stuff. I mean I do feel a bit silly after my previous episode V-Dog where I criticized all the people for uh, like still calling things for their like Warhammer names and stuff like that. Yeah. And now I'm still like, oh Teclis and Swordmasters uh. <laughs> You know, I feel like um yeah, right back in like the Warhammer But it's it's just a great made game and for me it's first and foremost because it's a total war game uh, that game would have been well I, at least i c- i claim that it would have been almost as good even if it hadn't had warhammer in it it's just so well made as a total war game and me being a total war uh, nut i just love the total war games so much and uh, and um, yeah have have you guys tried the uh, the total war warhammer games
2: uh, I can say that I have at least. I played uh, uh, with the first Total Warhammer a lot. And of course when the second game came out, I can say uh, at least that I played it as Vampire Counts the first time. Yeah, Enjoyed that really much. It was a lot of fun.
0: And have you played uh, any of the previous Total War uh, games or was this your first like uh, Total War game?
2: No, I played one of the first that came out uh, entirely. Uh, I don't remember which one that was, but it was one of the big the great ones coming out. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I think it was the second one after there. I remember. I think that was like a Shogun, uh, something like that. But yeah, I was uh, yeah. into uh, into uh, Total War for a while, and then I dropped out and didn't play it at all for some time before finally uh, Warhammer came.
0: Okay, yeah. So it it's just... been so long that you haven't, you don't really have. Uh anything to compare it to maybe if you don't remember the specifics of the that f- previous game you played maybe
2: yeah no it was so far away so so long since i played it the first time <laughs> yeah i barely really remember uh the campaigns and, and sorry
0: yeah. Dog you played the rome a lot haven't you yeah
1: i played the rome yes uh i like that but um i think i don't remember if i played number two or is that the newest
0: one or Yeah, Rome 2 is quite new, but uh, Rome yeah, I 1 tried is the to one download
1: that too, but I think it was too slow.
0: Yeah. But Rome, the first Rome game is like f- the first good game of Total War, yeah. at least you know, yeah. it, if you judge from the reviews and what like the the, the ratings. So um the first kind like of modern uh, I
1: played it a lot actually. A lot. Yeah, me
0: too. I played Rome. Uh, I played a lot of Rome. That was my first uh, my first love of uh, the Total War series. Uh, and Martin, how about you?
3: I played them all uh, since, since the Shogun uh, way the back. The first
0: one? <laughs>
3: yeah, I played that uh, so much. That was, uh, it was back in my. Uh, when I first started falling in love with the strategy games, and uh, after StarCraft and Brood War, Shogun was the next uh, strategy game on my list.
0: Together yeah. with,
3: uh, of course, Dark Omen for those who have played that
0: uh, oh, yeah. I remember old that
3: Warhammer game. So uh, yeah, basically I basically followed the series since I was a kid, basically, and uh, I think I played uh, all of them. Uh, I think uh, Total War Two, Rome Two, is the one that I haven't really played a lot, but uh, okay, other which did that...
0: you? Which you just? Uh, I think you sound shopped a bit. But the yeah, which ones did uh, Rome,
3: you Rome two. Yeah. So uh, that was the one that I I did not uh, haven't haven't really played uh, through. But uh, Total War Shogun two is my go to game after uh, the Total yeah. War
0: series. And I agree that uh, that's that particular game is so good. My favorites are Medieval two, which I play. I mean a lot like still <laughs> uh and shogun 2 those two have always been my favorites and shogun 2 is of course a step up from medieval 2 in in many ways um but uh, it has some like they they have those two games have very different uh, aspects because while medieval 2 had um did not have garrisons i think shogun 2 is the first game that that uh had garrisons instead of free upkeep. So in yeah. Medieval 2 and a uh, lot of games before Shogun 2, you could you could always have uh, X amount of like uh, militia units or like the, the the cheapest units for free in a town and you, but if you move them out, uh, then they cost upkeep. But Shogun 2, they actually they got got rid of that and um just said this town has these units that if it gets attacked, then they will spawn and and defend your city, and they don't actually cost anything. Uh, mm. And those two are very different. And I don't I don't I don't know which I prefer. I uh, I think it's easier to have them as free upkeep because then you can just pop them out in a in a crisis. You could always just empty your cities and make a big army in no time, like in in zero turns. But the garrison is like you have to well you have to hope that they attack you you're like oh come on attack my city because then i'll get uh, all these free troops but if you attack someone on the outside the city you don't get those free troops and i don't know which which do you prefer uh, well my point martin is that in in warhammer they have chosen to continue the shogun to style of having uh, garrisons in the cities right yeah
3: they have uh i, I haven't really thought that much about it but uh uh uh, about the garrisons but uh yeah i uh i sort of it fits really well into shogun 2 at least with the with the castles that they have there the uh, it should fit in the medieval series too but you know in the medieval you have those you can get uh, a city can be either a castle or a city isn't it like that it's been yeah quite some years right so that's but in, right. in uh in shogun 2 every city is also basically a castle uh yeah that's right yeah. you
0: have such a big advantage when you're defending in shogun 2 yeah. it's crazy yeah. um, but on the flip side uh, shogun 2 also started with a uh, units actually don't need siege equipment to attack they can just you can tell a unit in shogun 2 to start climbing the wall and they will start climbing most of the guys will fall down and die but some will reach the top. <laughs> and that's pretty yeah, fun. I... And that's also in in Warhammer you can you get free ladders, which is a bit strange, but I think it's just a continuation of that. You can always try t- to climb the walls, but it's going to go slow and you're going to, you know, struggle to to get up in an effective way.
3: Yeah, in Shogun 2 you don't even need any kind of siege equipment. You can just uh charge the castle in the first round. You don't build the siege equipment. Yeah. So uh...
0: Exactly. Yeah. And just die on the but, walls. Uh,
3: yeah, it's it's going to cost you, <laughs> but uh you can do it yeah. uh, if it's a you small can, you
0: can, Yeah, I like that that you can do that because you can just you can swamp a castle with a huge army and lose a ton, but still win. Like you, a, like you a barely a, a win. um mm. But what I what I noticed about because uh, Warhammer One, I didn't, I don't know, it didn't quite sit with me in the in, in the beginning i didn't like the way that heroes played um, i think there were too many kinds of heroes like uh, warrior priest uh noble uh witch hunter mage and they all had different things you could do it's like ah oh, which and and they all have talent trees which i'm not sure if i i like because uh, it becomes very like uh, micromanaging all your heroes but i guess i got used to it after a while and um uh, also i didn't like that when you had, when your city gets attacked you don't have any walls you just fight outside the city that was a shock the first time i got like attacked inside my city i'm like what where's my where's my walls cuz that was so easy <laughs> to defend in medieval 2 yeah. And Shogun too. You could just put your units in the in the main street with crossbows behind them and just wait for the enemy to come, and you would always win the siege. But in Warhammer, there are no sieges. It's just, it's yeah, it's it's weird. You only get sieges if you have the the big main city.
2: Yeah, you can upgrade some cities, and then you get the basic walls, I think, or something like that. Then you can. Yeah. There is some upgrades that has to be done. But, but I also agree like... that uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Because then yeah. you use a slot. It's like you, you want to use that slot for making more money or something, right? Not just having yeah. a wall.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, there's something about upgrading the the basic city. I think I I don't remember it that well now. I think one thing that they reacted uh, a bit more on at least in the beginning was that so many of the heroes were so powerful. So that's kind of like a war uh, hero hammer kind of. Yeah.
0: Game. Oh, that I agree. I reacted to that as well. That they can just slam, you know, boom, boom. It, they look like uh, Lord of the Rings when uh, yeah, Sauron yeah. gets the ri- uh, Yeah, he just makes people fly when he swipes his weapon. That was a bit uh, unusual as well. Yeah,
2: that can be cool in one way, but when you when you have like one big orc just smashing your entire army, he's just alone and crushes everything, and you units <coughs> flee and you lose the fight. It's a bit.
0: Weird. Yeah, and you can also you can always try to swamp him like with your entire army, uh, and he yeah. will lose eventually or break. But uh, yeah, I I suppose that also I got slowly used to it. Uh, I will yeah. say one thing that I feel they really nailed in in the Warhammer Total War, even in the first game, was cavalry. I love how good cavalry is when they run into a unit, they just, you know, they just p- uh, pummel. Uh, the enemy soldiers—they fall down, they go flying—and that was yeah. always very bad, I think, in the earlier games. If you tried to charge with cavalry, you had to like get uh, enough of a of a of a run before they and and they would like lower their lances. And if you made if you changed their move order slightly, then they would lose like their lances would go up again, and then they would hit the enemy without their lances. If you know what I mean. Right. But in these newer games, they just Always hit with maximum force as long as they get a good run-up. So I feel like the AI of the cavalry has been so much improved.
3: Yeah, yeah units yeah, are uh, good.
0: much easier
3: to control sort of nowadays than in back in the day.
0: Yeah, you had to learn the oh, Vido, Do you remember like playing like slingshot uh, soldiers in Rome yeah. and yeah. Uh, and 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 also the units with the. Uh, they had a, like a pila pilum yeah you know the single uh oh, the yeah. single javelin that they would throw before charging and if you got the timing wrong they would just they would be in the middle of throwing and then they would get charged instead and you're like yeah. no you oh, yeah. come on
1: <laughs> yeah i also remember playing with the britons uh, and they had chariots yeah uh, and they had chariots for the uh, uh, chieftain or general yeah uh, and sometimes you know, the general in all races, or all, uh, all the units, uh, just uh, chase the head towards the enemy sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. And, that, and that was bad enough when there was a general on cavalry, but then you just hopefully follow up and they will survive. Uh, but uh, when the Britons charged with the, with the chariots, the chariots yeah. were really bad and just broke as soon as they hit anything hard. <laughs> uh, so you were, you were, It's
0: guaranteed dead, general. Uh, oh, well, wow. happen. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Yeah, the AI has been pretty bad. Uh, mostly the, most times the cavalry always runs into your city first, so you can just stand and wait with spears or pikes. Just come on, general, because the general is always in the cavalry unit. In the at least in medieval too. And he will mm-hmm. always die first, because he runs first to the gates. You just open your gates and let the general run to his death on your spears. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I'm glad uh, the AI the, uh, is better. Things
3: that uh, they have fixed in, uh, when it comes to Shogun 2, for example. You have yeah, that the general
0: yeah I love that in Shogun 2 that your general can actually dismount. You can choose to go off your horses and fight as an infantry unit instead. Yeah. That's and you can so cool. mount again afterwards. Yeah, you can run, like, get your horses, and you can run, get your horses again, and then... Uh, yeah, I love that. That was so cool. I don't think they've done that again. I don't think that was the only... Well, I haven't played some of those games in between. Maybe they kept that in the Nixon and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, I well, can't
3: remember, but...
0: Uh... Well, in any I, case... I don't
3: know. What, what I love so much about the, the Shogun series is the, especially the fall of the samurai and with... Gatling guns and the cannons and and how how brutal artillery is on the on the
0: yeah it's like you get to play the you get to play the whole fall of the samurai story through sort of yeah yeah. the historical setting it's awesome and the music. It's so good. Oh. When you start Shogun 2, it's like, oh.
3: <laughs> and the cherry blossoms that fall off yeah, the trees. Yeah, I know. It's so good. so wind. nice. It's
4: oh, oh, so <laughs> beautiful. Oh.
0: Best game. Oh. Best and game. It a little touch
3: of uh, fire arrows coming through the air. Some oh, yeah. samurais yeah, so really dying, good. getting gunned down by Gettles. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> how, romantic. Uh, how romantic. How romantic. Awesome. And the poems. Oh, the poems. That poems,
0: Japanese oh, yeah. Haiku, yeah, any That's right. All right, so. All right. Warhammer 2 is uh, almost as good as Shogun 2. That's what we're saying, right?
3: That's uh, my oh. conclusion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> about the same. Maybe. All right. So uh, that was fun to talk a bit of Total War uh, with the fellow Total War uh, fans. Um. Maybe we should uh, roll. On into our uh oh, V Dog, have you planned any D for us today? Uh, no, I don't have to do that. Okay, so
1: it's uh, b- too many, are Too many, I we know, can... yeah, it's kind of ruining yeah. the yeah, we can play the... dice list, of course, but uh, I'm a bit tired, so
0: uh... yeah, sure, we can maybe go into epic moment and next then... time,
1: Steve, Mr. Hildrew, we'll do it, yeah, sometimes. we'll
0: make sure to give Steve a warning this time, like by the way, yeah. There's no D D this time, so no don't get your you hopes generalist. up. <laughs> just don't listen, Steve. <laughs> God damn you!
4: <laughs> Nimble.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's uh, do epic moment.
1: You know what? I have a perfect epic moment after that. Uh, what I just heard from you and Martin. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, because uh, it sounded like you were really turned on by this uh, Shogun 2 game. You betcha. Uh, yeah, I, maybe some of you were even masturbating while talking about it. Uh, nope. No comment? No, but uh, that was my my epic moment, is that um, it's about masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, it is, in a way. Uh, you, you know what, uh, Fred, uh, you know, yeah. after we have
0: played... Uh, <laughs> Are you excited, Martin? <laughs> Martin's very excited about what you going to say.
4: I,
3: I want to hear where this story is going, please.
1: <laughs> I think this is worse in your head than it is in reality, Martin, but... Uh, uh, you know, it's when he started playing online uh, and talking like this, uh, uh, I usually sit in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh, and I... Uh, uh, my wife is in the other room, uh, in the living room, uh, and I sit and talk to you guys. And I've done that uh, for a year now, you know. Yeah. And uh, and for the for a whole year, I've been living in uh, fear uh, because uh, she started this uh, terrible thing. Uh, uh, one of the first times I was talking like this, yeah. uh, she she came, uh, she came through the door into the bedroom, and she said really loud. Why are you masturbating?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and <laughs> because you knew I was uh, talking to you. And, uh, and as luck would have it, I had just muted myself. Just coincidence. coincidentally, I muted myself. But I, I was so struck by it that I just started laughing and I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and And now, every time she comes in she there's uh, like a fifty percent chance she says the same thing, so I live in a t- world of terror where I have to mute when she enters the room every time and then she l- then she looks at me and looks for, like l- really scary and she gives and you the look like she's me. about to like she's about I'm to, about say, to something. say why are you masturbating oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good trick that's, uh, so she has good uh, she has a good sense of
1: humor. So, no, yeah. so now you know uh, know that uh, if you hear hear her say that, it's probably something she made up. It's probably not true. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good to know. Excuses. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice one. I actually remember that time. I think you were suddenly laughing uncontrollably. Was this during a D and D session with Iwin? I think I so. I think so. Yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> that's pretty fun. Well, you you that's told us thing. that that had happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was. Uh, was that's your epic moment for today? Uh, we talk.
1: Yeah, nothing uh, very new about the, uh, my old friend, uh, which uh, says hello. The hello um, guy. The hello guy. Uh, I walked by him today. He was standing at the bus station with his daughter, <laughs> yeah, talking did he to say some hello? other. Yeah, he, he was actually busy talking to some other parents, which were because he just arrived to the bus station and they were going to take the bus. Oh but yeah. uh, he took he took his time to turn away from them yep. and look me in the eye and say hello <laughs> with a big smile yeah
4: and i yeah, walked yeah.
0: by and said hello and <laughs> hey buddy on. yeah so do you uh, think those other parents were like who is this guy <laughs> yeah <they're most> <laughs> 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 who the fuck? now he has started a new relationship with them so yeah yeah the terror spreads of uh, the terror of hello guys <laughs> spreading <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe it's uh, one of the parents of uh, some kid in school that you he knows your face but you don't really know his face. Maybe uh, that's
1: No, but I work in another other town, so I, I work outside yeah. of Oslo.
0: It's still a mystery. Yeah. Mystery. So, uh, I have a moment uh an awkward moment and this is about uh, having uh, cold coffee. Um because uh, some of you may know this, but I'm uh, immune to cold coffee. Like, I don't mind it at all. Uh, and this is something I... Uh, uh, this, this skill is something I, uh, I acquired one summer when I was uh, really warm. And the sun was baking into my small apartment. This was a while ago. And I was thinking, like, I'm going to make iced coffee. Fuck it. I need it. I need something cold. And I also want coffee. So I found the recipe, and it's pretty straightforward um, for the most part. It's like ice cubes and coffee, but the recipe always says like you should add something to give it sweetness, right? And by the way, I think I've told this story before, and this isn't actually the story. I'm coming to that, but I just wanted to repeat it. Um, But I was like, no, I don't want sugar in this because I'm trying to stay healthy. So I skipped any kind of sugar or syrup. So I just had a lot of ice cubes and a liter of coffee so then i you know poured it through the ice and basically ended up with just one liter of ice cold coffee with no flavor or or a sweetness of any kind so it was just very cold and very bitter like it's not something you would you would appreciate being served in a in a cafe mm. but i refused to uh, let that stop me so i uh, forced myself to enjoy the whole thing uh, had a liter of ice cold coffee that day and since then nothing can uh, <laughs> no cold coffee can be worse than that ice cold bitter coffee i had that day so i'm uh, totally immune if i if i have an old cup that's been standing for like a half hour and i take a sip and like oh it's cold i will just t- i will just take the rest of it well most people will be like oh, it's cold and you know pour it out uh, so this happened to me at work right so i was sitting at work and my coffee had gotten cold and i was working with uh with um this guy i usually work with now uh, and uh, uh we both had uh, cups that had been standing out so we were both like oh it's cold and i don't know we kind of we kind of looked at each other and like you know are are you are you man enough to drink your coffee cold sort of and i i chugged mine down and said like i don't mind cold coffee actually and he was like eh, me neither so he took his as well right so we both like did that cold uh coffee and sip and then we talked a bit about like yeah we don't we don't mind we're you know we're, we're hard hard guys like that and then uh what happened which is the awkward moment is that one other day at work later uh he had He had this thermos of coffee on the on the desk, and he said, like, you know, let's let's have a cup of coffee, and we we we. I noticed that it was lighter than usual, but I just thought, well, maybe maybe he didn't make a full thermos uh, this you know today, so I had a cup and he had a cup and, and it was cold, and I was like, is how is this? uh, Wow, is your thermos has your has your thermos stopped working? It doesn't preserve the heat anymore. That's weird. And he was like, oh, that's strange. I mean. uh, I, I think I made it this I, this morning, and then I was like, "Is this coffee from from yesterday?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I guess it must be." So, <laughs> and then we kind of looked at each other and like, none of us can back down now, right? Because we've <laughs> already established that we are hard men who drink cold coffee. So we both slowly drank the uh the full cup of uh, old cold coffee and like well i've sure had better but uh you know me i don't mind cold coffee <laughs> it was it was so weird because i even i would have normally poured that out but i was like well i gotta stand my ground uh so yeah it was just and i feel like i pressured him into also having that old coffee since you know i've already he would have been ashamed if he had given up for them. <laughs> yeah, that was my awkward moment, coffee moment. So have uh, been
1: awkward for him too. Uh, I assume so. Because it was his coffee, he had forgotten he has uh, hasn't made it that day. But uh, yeah, that was maybe probably tomorrow.
0: also. He was like, "Am I going senile?" Plus, I was challenging him, probably giving giving a, a subtle stare like. Raising my eyebrow, like, oh, you're gonna pour, you're gonna pour out your coffee, guy.
2: You kind of put out the challenge so early, so now it only comes with uh, cold coffee. <laughs>
0: yeah, like <laughs> today I bring last week's coffee. Yeah. Care for a cup. <laughs> 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 all right, so I win. Any awkward or epic moments?
2: Well, I had a uh, kind of awkward one, which I be- told a little bit about uh, during the games this weekend. It was uh uh was a call from uh, i i get to take a little bit of back uh, background first uh, yeah. i'm living in an apartment uh in a block and so we have like this housing corporation where uh we have uh, common deals and agreements like uh internet service provider cable TV deals uh common heating and so on yeah like and you get course, you
0: get a you get a better price cuz you yeah. like all, everyone buys the same package right
2: yeah it's for the, all the apartments in the block so it's like a better deal package yeah. Uh, however, some years ago, I think it's five, six years ago, something like that. We, I wasn't that happy with the with the internet service provider. The ISP was kind of uh, yeah, bad, it was about bad pricing and well, as well as it cut off a lot of times as well. And so when uh, a new ISP came around to give me a lot better deal, I was one of those uh, which just kind of uh, trashed the old agreement and uh, got a better deal. Uh, which of course was somewhat outside uh, the normal housing corporation. Yeah. And so I got a lot better internet uh, line, like 250 megabit per second uh, upload and download for uh, half the price of other companies. Oh wow! So this was a really great deal, which have I kept since. And even uh, the housing corporation also realized that the deal they had previous was really bad. This was some years later, and they yeah. changed to another company. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, I don't need to name the company, but uh, it's one of the major uh, here in Norway. And last Friday, that company, uh, one from that company, uh, like a salesman or something like that, came, uh, gave me a call while I was uh, working and having a beta for break. And he went on and uh, going on about uh, how I should increase my, uh, my internet line, because they could see that, uh, that with my current uh, settings uh, that I should really have something better. A better mm-hmm. deal, more uh, upload and more download, and of course he uh, thought I was using the the housing corporation deal there because it's a common package that I have lying about and don't yeah. use. And I was like so busy and such that I said just like politely, no, I don't need that. And then he was starting to insist like, yeah, but we can see from we, we are we are monitoring your usage of the internet, and yeah, you have to <laughs> you should really do this. This is a free <laughs> package for three months. I was like, no, no, uh, <laughs> I don't need that. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to get get uh, done, but he didn't give up and keep insisting, and I was continuing and on and on about how my package deal is upgraded. So yeah. I had, to, of course, just say that, listen, I don't use that into the line. I have another de- another uh, deal I work with as something else. And then he got very silent <laughs> for a bit and went on like, but we have a better deal for you. <laughs> so it's like, and he just kept on going. And I was like. And then I finally looked at his deal and, and just uh, just checked check it out. I was like, he gave me 150 megabit, which is less than I have, yeah. uh, up and down for uh, like 300 kroner more. I mean, that's like oh, almost shit. double the price <laughs> which I had now. <laughs> so I was like, sure, if you can deal with that at less than half your price, then I could uh, could uh Then I could switch. Yeah, but he was... But I mean, he was just... Going on and going on and going on about it. <laughs> he was just got, wasting actually, his time. Yeah, it goes also, of course, wasting my time. So I was like, I got a bit yeah. fed up with it, and yeah. I I know then uh, why my father. I should learn from him. Really. My father, he just uh, any salesman comes up and says, uh, says anything, he just says no thanks and just hits. Uh, hit the off button, just slams yeah. the <laughs> <telephone> down, <laughs> finished.
0: Yeah, it's easier than like, yeah. okay, l- let me hear your details and like...
2: Uh... It was also so awkward the way he was speaking about this and, mm, yeah, I can see that, you know, internet plan is like...
0: <laughs> and if he was yeah. monitoring, if he was really monitoring your use, he would see yeah. that you had been using zero, Absolute zero. megabits yeah. upload, download for the last uh, several months. Yeah,
2: so he's just bullshitting me,
0: of course. Yeah, like, fuck you, guy. You don't see shit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, sometimes, too, they just can't match the deal, and like, they should have just realized much sooner in the conversation.
2: Yeah, I should have really just said I have a much better deal. But I have that with the uh, telephone as well, salesman, just saying, we could give you some good deal on telephone. And I'm like, I got my, <laughs> my phone is free from work, so you can't yeah. beat it. And yeah, then story. <laughs> 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 nothing more about that she just have said something like that as well <laughs> uh, nice one
0: cool yeah martin do you have anything uh i i have like a more
3: like a funny story that uh my kid uh, said something just really funny which is uh, normally it's a, a stupid thing to say but uh, this this one's pretty good so i'm I'm sitting in the couch reading a a, a news article on my phone, and uh, and um, it's about uh, something, something uh, Norwegian uh, army, something. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there's a picture in the article uh, of the the new chief of defense uh, in Norway. And uh, uh, you have to imagine he's uh, he's looking at the camera, you know, with his beret uh, beret, uh, on and and there's a guy in the background, sort of like dark in the background, special forces guy climbing a building. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, if you imagine that scene. Yeah. And uh, my, my boy is sitting in my, uh, uh, right next to me, and then he leans over and he looks at the picture and he says, Look, Dad, a thief with <laughs> suction cup shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and the weird thing is that the, uh, the other guy can't even see the thief.
0: <laughs> oh man yeah, that's yeah, pretty funny just, uh, yeah it's a really really funny uh, I, suction yeah, cup shoes, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
3: uh, I yes my boy I, 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 I didn't I didn't know what that was in English I had to search Google for suction <laughs> cup.
0: Uh, and you're like that's exactly what's going on
3: yeah, yeah of course i said yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure which is special forces yeah. such you're
0: impressive. very perceptive you're b- actually no yeah. this guy is a professional killer and uh his training you're like it's easy to just go along with what he said yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh oh, i good. cracked though. <laughs> so that's my cool. story yeah cool yeah good one good luck. all right well all right guys it's been uh Couple of hours almost and uh getting late. I'm past my bedtime. But uh pee. Yeah, I think we are at the end of the road for today, so soon V Dog you can get to pee. I promise. Oh, it,
1: it might be too
0: late. Okay, we'll we'll try to hurry up so you can reach the toilet. Um yeah, well, it's been a pleasure having you on the guys. Uh V-Dog as always, and also uh, Iwin and Martin for today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you, uh, we thank will you for talk, having uh, me again. <laughs> yeah, the evaluation forms will be in uh, shortly from uh, my panel across the world, evaluating your performance, V-Dog. So, uh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see if, you need about
2: a, like... if you need a second man, you know, you know who to call. So,
0: yeah. Exactly, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see, we'll but... see. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, V-Dog. I would never. Uh, But uh, that's it for today. So uh, talk to you later, guys. And uh, goodbye, everyone.
4: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: This was the Giant Dwarf Podcast. Feel free to join our Facebook group with the same name. Or follow us on Twitter at Vidar Hemingby. And at Fred underscore Oslo. Or email us at giant at gmail.com. Thanks for now!